Hey guys, welcome to the Save Continue podcast, where every week we get together and talk about video games and video game related stuff. As always, I'm Shanae Howard, and with me is Tommy Shelby. Hello, I'm here. And, Ro- and Ryan Robinson. Hello, my name is Ryan Robinson, not Tom Shelby. I just want to clear that up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, thanks. I said it in a very confusing way, with like one after the other. I just been getting yeah. a lot of questions about who's who, so I just want to clear it up. <laughs> uh, so we, hey guys, what have y'all been playing? I missed last week, and um, but I did listen to the show. Yeah. So what have y'all been playing this past week? Uh, I've been playing a lot more Proteus. Still playing that, and mm-hmm. it's so good. It's just so good. And, like, you know, people are like, oh, it's early access, so you beat in three hours. I'm like, dude, you got, there's so much stuff to do. There's so you know? much. Tom, Tom, you showed me yeah. that, that, that beginnings of a, of a Quake level, mind you. Yeah, you so. find Quake levels. Like, half of Doom 2016 has been remade. Like, there's a ton of stuff in there, you know? Yeah. Um, And I think, like, like, I never really thought about it, but like that's super smart for an early access title to have user created content in there, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, I've been playing that. Uh, Ryan and I were discussing emulators. I've been playing Metroid Prime with mouse and keyboard, and it's awesome. Metroid Prime is already awesome, but with mouse and keyboard, holy shit, is it great? Maybe a little bit too easy with mouse and keyboard. Yeah, because you know? it's 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 balanced but... specifically for that controller. Right, yeah. but like, so still so so good. Yeah. Uh, what else? I started playing. I started this game like s- several years ago, and I played like ten minutes of it, and I put it away. And it's this budget title called Deadfall Adventures. Why does and that sound first fa- person? That sounds first so person shooter. You're like some Indiana Jones esque dude. Right, going around these temples and shit, and I think right now I'm in like the Arctic, uh, but like, it's kind of neat. Like, there's these puzzles, and the puzzles are kind of not great, you know. Uh, but like, it's fun. It's a fun game. Uh, you know, you know, you have bad puzzles when like you've done the puzzle correctly, but there's a glitch, so you're spending an hour trying to figure out. Well, what was I supposed to do? Only to realize you did it right. Yeah. The game just fucking glitched. You That's know? the twist at the end of the film, Tom. Yeah, but uh, you know, if you're looking for a cheat, the correct answer was like, was a frustration in your heart all along. Like, <laughs> like FPS, uh, Tomb Raider-y yeah. combo. I just took a look it's at not a, bad. I just took a look at some screenshots, and yeah. it looks like my kind of because like it looks like yeah. a like a older. It's an older game, right? Yeah, and it's definitely budget, you know. Yeah, but, but it's got some cool mechanics, uh, and like you know, there's mummies. Who doesn't like mummies? I love know? mummies, and uh, it does like the whole, the whole Alan Wake thing where you gotta like shine him with your flashlight first. Oh, but no, no, no scared wife though. No, no scared wife. Uh, you do have this lady who like initially she hates you, right? Cool. But then, like, you give her, you compliment her butt one time, nice. and like, sudden, suddenly she's in love with you. Hey, yeah, that's how you it know? works, baby. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how it works. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how I got a ring on my finger. Like, yeah. what, yeah. what the was first, the first butt compliment? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, damn. This, yeah. This guy might be real. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, basically, you know. Yeah. Cool. Well, I like but, the sound of that. Uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, of all of them, play Proteus. Play it. Yeah. Uh, I was so I was so excited at your reaction to Proteus. I was yeah. really, I was really hoping you would like it. I'm glad that you do. I got a Proteus shirt coming. Oh, nice! You're man, you're real into it then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's super good. Cool. Um. What about you, Ryan? So, lot still like look lots still lots of Monster Hunter Rise. So that's still that's still like a lot of it. Okay, I I love playing it whenever I can. So been playing that, getting a little bit further in the game. Uh, been doing more multiplayer stuff with my friends, uh, and that's that's been a lot of fun. I just it it's annoying though that the that the Switch doesn't have an onboard voice chat solution. Um, I I just I'm a, I'm annoyed at having to use any kind of external app. For it like we've been using discord yeah. uh for voice chat but it's just i'd rather not have to do that honestly but other than that um i've been having a really good time i'm learning more i'm actually i'm engaging more with the systems uh of the game than i did in previous titles like like a lot of like the background simulation stuff that uh that goes on um that's been that's been a lot of i've been having fun like uh recruiting palico buddies and recruiting Palamute buddies, and like they're all so cute. And I just kept because I was I was sitting here uh, uh, with Kaylee last night, and I was like I was like which one should I pick? And like every time she said, "Oh, that one's cute," and they're like, "You're hired, you're 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 cute, so you got hired." And but like, but they're all cute, so they all got hired, you know. Yeah, <laughs> well, very large staff then. Yeah, uh, but it's a lot. There's of- not like one that like you hate, so he's not hired. No, well, actually, there was one that Kaylee saw because I think she didn't. I think it was the ears she didn't like because yeah. he had rounded ears, like almost like a teddy bear's ears. Yeah, and she did not. She didn't. She there's this. Uh, there's like that. this green koala dude on my sister's Animal Crossing island named Lyman. Yeah, and she's so mean to this guy, trying to get him to leave, but he's been there for months. He won't leave. Yeah. Well, he's happy well, there. Yeah, it's his home. You, you don't you don't talk to them, but also um, there's a bunch of tricks to get them to leave. No, you she don't wants... understand, Shanae. She's got everybody to leave that she's wanted to. It's just this one guy. Oh, he's he was sent. Yeah. He didn't just he didn't just come to town. He was sent. Lyman. Yeah. He's he's not leaving until his mission's well... complete. Mm-hmm. If your sister is okay with time traveling, I know a foolproof way. Oh, she's got to go back to the past <laughs> and fix and fix a yeah. mistake she made. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. Like you just like need to go like back a week if you like see something. But yeah, it's uh, your kids. <laughs> uh, it's just funny because like whenever people talk about time travel in uh, in Animal Crossing, it's always because the time travel is always because like. They messed up something, and it reminds me of of Curtis on Misfits, and him going back in time every time something gets messed oh, up for him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just, yes. Um, but, yeah, we're all we are all uh, a misfit. Yeah. When it comes to <laughs> sure. I mean, you're the only human there, you know. Uh, I mean, yeah. Besides the other island owners. Sure, but I don't allow anyone else. Um, also, still. 
okay, I feel like I really, 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 really feel like I'm near the end of Persona 5 Royal. Really? Um, I, Today's already on her fifth playthrough. Right? She's like, she's already, she's, <laughs> she's, okay. she's doing laps around me. When it's my turn, I'll talk about it. Uh, um, and it's six. Thank you very much. Um, uh, no. <laughs> um, this isn't this isn't firing them three houses. <laughs> so like, um, so one of the one of the uh, characters, uh, Haru, she, there. So there's a point in each confidant where it says, okay, this is the time to to romance this person. This is the time. To if you're gonna make your move, this is the this is the time. Otherwise, that's it, yeah. right? This is when you should put it in. Sure. So yeah. any other time, shoot like, your shot. <laughs> any other any any other time, I have said, you know what, we're gonna keep this platonic. Then the character was like generally fine with it. Like there was maybe a hint of disappointment, but they're generally fine, right? Well, with Haru, I was like, you know what, like we're really good friends. Right. Also, I've already got a girlfriend who's on the team, and just it just it would get messy, right? But oh like, yeah, because uh, Makoto is your homegirl. Yeah, and so like when I when I turned her when I like said like we're just friends, like she was the only one who was like, oh, I I understand. Well, hey, listen, I've got some homework to do, so you should probably go home. And I was like, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to. <laughs> I understand. I, I don't mean to turn you down. <laughs> I, I just, I, I'm so sorry. You're my friend, and I, I care about you. But um, yeah, I the 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 story is getting to the point where I'm just like, holy shit, what is gonna happen? Um, I I don't know how to talk about things like this without spoiling them. So I don't want to get into too much detail for anyone who's listening who is still working their way through the game. But um. I'm I'm really excited to see where this conclusion is is headed because uh, uh which pal which palace are you at like don't say whose it is but like what's the theme of it It was a well the last one I did was a cruise ship Yeah <laughs> yeah you're near the end Yeah so it's uh if uh there's 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 one I mean there's one more so I believe unless they change that Well I'm going based on cuz you get a trophy for every palace that you complete and then there's a trophy for uh, for completing every palace. And after that last one I did, I didn't get that trophy. So um, so I guess there is one more unless where I'm unless what I'm doing currently counts as a palace. I don't know. But yeah, I'm really I'm really looking forward to to completing that game. I'm like I'm I'm and it's a little bittersweet, right? Because like I've enjoy I've enjoyed this time with these characters and uh, and this adventure thus far and, and the whole, the whole thing is just, so it's just, it's going to be, but I still have persona five strikers to look forward to after this. So, you know, I'll get to spend a little bit more time with them after that, but don't uh, forget four, four goldens on steam steam. So you can play that there. Yeah, that's true. Um, and also I think it's coming to PS4. That would be cool. Um, I never, that's the, that's one that I didn't play. See, like, because I played like I played uh, a lot of the Shin Megami Tensei games uh, prior to three, and then there were some there were some games that came out uh, around the time three came out. And I never played them, and I skipped four, but I always hear great things about four. Yeah. So um, it's three. Is it like it's three with better characters? Okay. Um. So um. yeah, I'll definitely give it a shot. 
I don't think I have it in me I for mean, another for another Persona game right off the bat though. Like I, that's I'm 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 over I'm about two hundred hours in at this point. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I think I need a, a little a break, but yeah. Anything else you've been playing? Uh yeah. Uh No Man's Sky. Uh, still working my way through that expedition. Uh that uh He's I'm playing on. it right now. Yeah. Well uh yeah, Kaylee's been been hitting it pretty hard. Uh and she's pretty much done with the expedition because I've been I've been sidetracked by Monster Hunter so much that I haven't really played a lot of it, but I finally decided I dove back into it uh today and I'm trying to make some progress on it. So uh, but yeah, No Man's Sky still still one of my favorite games love it and uh there were a lot of crashes that were happening around the launch of this uh uh this expansion uh but they've been addressing they've been they've been addressing them uh and it's been getting better uh on a weekly basis so um but yeah because yeah. that's a that's a pretty massive game so any expansion is just like it's a lot yeah it's, uh, a, lot, it's a lot to like add to like yeah, it, it's it's been fun though. It's been fun like kind of watching like the game grow and change over the last uh, four and a half years. So, um, but I feel so crazy that, that that's how long it's been out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty much been my thing. So, um, <clears throat> I haven't played a lot of video games. I um, players and I also wasn't here last week. I didn't tell y'all is um. I went for like a dream job that I am not qualified for yet, but uh, put in a lot of effort. <clears throat> uh, learned like a bunch of systems. Uh, did not get the job. <laughs> did you flip the table uh, when I'm... they told you no? Uh, no, they were super gracious about it. They said like fit and the content that I provided and just like a bunch of stuff was good. I just don't have basically the degree or the hard experience to tell HR, Hey, I'm the re like, I'm the best choice for this. No. Um, essentially. So, uh, but they basically, but they basically are going to be doing a lot of concessions for me, uh, in the next like six months to where I can like build up a more portfolio. So if something else opens up, they can take me. So projected but in the kindest way sure uh well better luck next I time you a compliment sandwich no it was no. like it was like bad news and then just compliments yeah <laughs> oh so you got and a then, you got a compliment sunday sprinkled with bad news <laughs> uh yeah but i mean like uh but i mean i got a different promotion so, so yeah so still getting that paper yeah, it's just the difference between like a four thousand dollar a year raise to like a twenty thousand dollar a year raise, oh. like more than what I'm making now. So, oh, like, my well, that sucks, man. Well, that that'll maybe I mean, in the yeah. future. Yeah, on there. So I've been um with that. I've been I've been really playing games because I've been spending all my waking moments either house hunting or uh trying to go like go really hard for this job. And even though disappointing didn't get it, like still super proud. Like I, I have been uh, like busting my ass learning yeah. uh, learning new systems and different things. So it's been pretty fun on that front. Uh, I've been like, it's kind of funny. And the main reason I bring it up is because I uh, do the thing that I do a lot in video games, or I did the thing when I was like learning it. Because I was like, one basically trying to like I know that I can use this tool to do a certain thing. 
how do I do that certain thing, and then work backwards from that. And I do that a lot in games, too. And then if I hit a roadblock, I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to work on this other stuff that I do know how to do. And I'm going to come back to this fight later or, like, this thing and then or a puzzle and try to figure it out later. Yeah. Um, so that was fine. I also started a new uh, TV series, uh, The Expanse. It's fucking great. It's so good. Yeah. I'm really mad that I, like, waited so long to watch it. It's probably one of the best, like, base dramas like sci-fi dramas i've seen in a really long time it's like granted it's based off a book but like it feels like a fully developed world yeah the acting's phenomenal like that's how it, i feel about smallville you know it's based off a book sure fleshed out world acting's phenomenal sure. you know sure they're the same. smallville on the wb sure uh yeah yeah i'm on i'm on book three of the expanse and like it is like i don't know how like i i've heard that there are parallels between the two that are pretty close but the like the universe that they've built out in these in these in these books is just fantastic um so it's expansive uh, sure yes yeah. thank uh, you That's so i i'm doing an online community for it i finished season one so where season and but i it, the the online thing said that the books do differ quite a bit like going more forward but um, I just got so. Oh my gosh, what just happened? So um, the Martian ship's blown up, and they know about Phoebe, and they had their first. So I just full of it. They come across like this living organism in a, like a reactor, but they don't really know what it is. But it's the... like growing, and when they turn the reactor on, it starts like reacting, like uh, starts reacting to it. The proto molecule uh, symbiote. And, the... and, and they and they it is basically like a symbiote. The proto molecule. Yeah, the proto molecule, and I and it's the symbiote. They immediately like they immediately like uh, one guy like they're kind of like floating. <laughs> we close, are close venoms. <laughs> they're floating close to it because they're in space and like and they and then when they see it and notice like how it's acting they're immediately like nope and then and leave the place immediately and then blow up the ship that they saw this thing on and i'm just like yes so much sci-fi they're like let's touch this weird thing we just found there could be no uh, like consequences so i mean that's like every alien movie you know yeah we'll you gotta just, do it you gotta see what it does right yeah no this one they were like no this looks so fucking weird not touching this shit blowing it up so it can't affect nobody else fuck this shit yeah and i love that but to kind of <clears throat> go back though a little bit we were talking about it um what was the name of the game that you that just mentioned before i started talking um no man's sky not no man's sky but there's another one after that uh anyways persona sky Persona, yes. So we were talking. Um, so that's actually one of the games that I have for our topic. And this week we are going to talk about uh, changes in video game franchises, and negative okay. or positive, like in the in the game, particularly in the game itself. Like okay. I know, I you've played more Shimigami Tensei games than I have, Tom. I know for no. a fact. You haven't. I've played not much SMT. Like uh, yeah, I mean yes, Persona. At one time, was an SMT spinoff, uh, but you know, SMT proper? No, not really. I mean, here and there, but not not much. Ryan's probably yeah, played I mean, more. One thing that they like SMT has done, obviously, 
Uh-oh. So he has a bunch of spinoffs that, that some of them have become their own pro- properties. Mm-hmm. Um, like I play, I play like the digital 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 devil saga. Um, mm-hmm. But I think that like the digital SMT, dong. Yeah, the digital dong. Yeah. Um, but I think like SMT has done a really good job with like pivoting more than I'd say like other franchises for sure. And like with the spinoff, if it does well, then make its own thing. With Persona, I know the first two were more of like an RPG based off characters in SMT games, but then three, four, and five have been more adding more of the like sim elements and things like that. Uh, and I think that like they are like super good at at pivoting on as far as that goes. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> another. I mean, what do you mean good though? So, like, obviously people really like the Persona games, so they kept making them. Okay, sure. And they, like, and so they, like, they want that and then money. they, like, yeah, but also, like, the people <laughs> are wanting that game, and it's a well-made game. I'm glad they're doing it. Yeah. Uh, but to kind of, like, go back a little bit, though, like, the first, what made me think of this topic was the, I know we talk about it a lot, but the Final Fantasy games. And it's also, like, the spinoffs and the divergence. Like, yes, they've done the MMOs, but even within the RPG sphere, like, they've done a more linear one with 13. They have the tactics. They have the, like, lightning returns. They have the, um, like, the rhythm game based off the music, because it's the music's beautiful. <laughs> and I think that, they, like, obviously, they have all the money. They have the Square and Enix money, but, like, there ain't no NX I, money. I, I don't know. I just I really <laughs> like seeing a series change a lot. And I think, of course, like... Huh? Shanae? Shanae? Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Did we lose her? I can see Ryan moving. Oh, oh there we go. For me. Okay. Uh, we can hear Am you. I... Yeah. We can hear you, so. Um, but yeah, I just I really like seeing um, like how, especially like long-standing video game franchises, how they change and adapt. Yeah. Um, to like different markets, and then also what they like decide to kind of put out there. I think a lot of the things for Final Fantasy make sense, especially when they started doing online games and how MMORPGs were like becoming more popular on console. Um. I mean, they've yeah. only done two, right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy Eleven, and then Final Fantasy Fourteen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like later. Um, I it's... I don't much care for the way Final Fantasy has changed, honestly. Like, I I understand like they're definitely going after a broader audience, which is smart for them, right? You make the games easier to play and you can draw in more people. And that makes sense. Uh, you know, so I don't know. I, I get it. I understand why they do it, you know. But like, I feel like if I want a classic turn-based JRPG nowadays, uh, I have to look elsewhere, right? Like, like fucking Dragon Quest or something like that. Uh, like Dragon Quest has not really changed, right? Like it's it's uh, it's uh, a bit better looking, and some systems have been refined, but like it's still a very old school 
RPG, you know. Uh, I miss that in Final like, Fantasy. I've heard that there's all, like some pretty big deviation in between Dragon Quest, but I think I might just be thinking. I mean, about yeah, builder, if you're looking at builders like and, builders and exactly. heroes is what I'm thinking. I'm talking about, about the mainline shit. The mainline Final Fantasies that have changed. Final have changed Fantasy. so much. Yeah, you know, have changed so much. Uh, and like, that's not to say that 15's bad. And I'm really enjoying the seven remake, uh, but I do wish they had the option for a traditional turn-based uh, combat system. You know. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I feel that. I think. That, I think that um, obviously, like, yes, trying to do a broader net has appealed them like more fans. But yeah. I think even when they do like more, I mean. They're less and less traditional. They're less like turn-based RPGs, but I still feel like when they make RPGs, they're still like great RPGs in that, in that like line. And I think that they are different enough where I don't feel like, um, like with Assassin's Creed, where I'm playing the same game over and over again, like with slight variations. Sure, sure, I get that. But like, if you think about the early Final Fantasy games, right? One and two, yes, are quite similar, but there are some big differences there. But when you start getting into like five and six and seven and eight and nine, like they are very different games with very different systems, right? Yeah. Even 13, right? Like people love 13's ba uh, battle system. They don't care for the a lot of the other shit, but as far as the but battle the, system the battle goes, system really is similar it. to other. But the battle system um, is similar to other stuff that they've done. Um, <clears throat> at least in my yeah. opinion. I mean, yeah, turn-based systems are going to be similar, right? But like... I don't know. Like people thought ATB, Grand ATB was a long time ago, but people think ATB is like was such this revolutionary thing, right? And it's like such a small thing, but you see, you saw that carried over into other games, whether that be Super Mario RPG, right, or fucking Child of Light or whatever it might be. Uh, I'd be okay with that even. And yeah, there is some sense of ATB in Seven Remake, but like. I like well. I like Seven Remake. I'm having fun with it. I feel like I can just run through pressing random buttons and be pretty successful, you know. And that's not what I'm there for. Yeah. But so, like with with uh, Seven Remake, does it feel like? Because you know how like sometimes, like I would talk about like how it's like Perfect Dark Zero is a fine shooter, but it's a bad Perfect Dark game. Yeah. So is it like? Do you think that maybe uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake would be something you enjoyed a little bit more if it weren't under the the Final Fantasy, like, banner? or what No, you not necessarily. I mean, I enjoy it, and I enjoy it because of the Final Fantasy VII stuff. You okay. Know? Because of that stuff is right. why, I, why I'm liking it. Um, otherwise, I probably wouldn't play it, honestly. Sure. You know? But, yeah, I don't know. Um, like, I think that, I don't know. I think that f I didn't really start paying f attention to Final Fantasy really until seven. I'm not one of those people who like played the, the, who played a lot of the NES or Super Nintendo games. Uh, yeah. Uh, but, um, you know, at the same time, like I had played quite a few JRPGs that were similar enough to where I could make that connection. Right. Right. Um, and they like I feel like the what they were doing with Final Fantasy like they would they would experiment with little changes here and there that like I would never see again in in subsequent yeah. titles yeah and, and 
there were some things that like they would do that like man i wish that they would i wish that either they had been doing this before or they would do this moving forward and the one that i always go back to when i talk about final fantasy is the battle system from 10 uh Mm. specifically with the ability to switch party members in and out like whenever you want and i was always like why didn't why don't they? Why weren't they doing this before? This See, but that's what up, I mean. Well, that's so what I mean by, when I told you today. I do feel like they, the more traditional Final Fantasies, were different enough. Sure. Whether it's something like that, or job systems, or Materia, right. or ATB, or whatever it might be, there is enough differences H-E-B? between them. <laughs> but like, and like, even still, like, and I guess like I, and I don't know if it's, I don't know if it's that I like Final Fantasy. Uh, so much that I like that I like 15 or that I just like Final Fantasy 15 just because I like it. Yeah. Um, and there were, they, but I like, also would like it even if it wasn't Final Fantasy because, like, you do love a good boy story. Yeah. But, like, I also think that, like, and I also wonder though that because there were, there were enough shortcomings with, there were left, like, little small shortcomings with the battle system of Final Fantasy 15 that I think sometimes, like, what if, what if this were just, what if this were a turn based? game right because mm-hmm. like there's some there are some things in the in the with the because you know, there are some things in the combat that aren't explained overtly well and they're like i kind of just sometimes i pull certain things off at random like i still don't understand yeah. how summons work in that game honestly every once in a while every once in a while it like, happens like every once yeah. in a while like like shiva would show up and i'm like oh there there she is i forgot that she was hanging out but uh or like with um with using magic in that game right like Noctis is the only one who can use magic, and also when he like all magic is AOE thing that can hit your friends, so you're always like really you know cautious about using it, and so I wonder if if combat in that game had a more structured feel as opposed to like a more free flowing like button mashy kind of thing, if yeah. that stuff would have coalesced a little bit better. Um, but I also think that like despite that, I enjoy the world and the characters enough to where like I can you know, overlook that. Exactly. Exactly. Right. That's exactly why I played in seven remake is because of that shit. Yeah. Uh, you know, and you know, persona is a good example, right? Persona has kept traditional turn-based gameplay going for a long time. Yeah. Uh, granted it was quite a long time between <laughs> four and five. Yeah. Uh, but, but there, but there was like six different like iterations of four. So it wasn't, there that was long. two, <laughs> two yeah, iterations. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I would say like a larger shift in a franchise that I think is probably another good example is uh, Star Fox Adventures. Hmm. Granted, that game was originally supposed to Dinosaur be a Star Fox Island. game. Yeah. Star Fox game, and it was like later slapped on there. But I do know a lot of people really like that game. They yep. look for that game. I that game is still quite quite pricey. I didn't. Yeah, I like that. that game. We've I'd, talked about Star Fox Adventures on here before. I've never played it. I just I remember the box. So, uh, yeah. Fox has a some kind of bosap looking thing, and there's a lady fox. Yeah, Crystal. Yeah. Uh, it's it's a good game. It's not a good Star Fox game, but it's a good game. Yeah. I think they could have kept it Dinosaur Island, but sl- slapping Star Fox on there was probably pretty smart. Yeah. Um. Didn't like another like more traditional Star Fox game come out after that? Assault. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was never. I only ever played. I only played the first two Star Fox games, and I never actually That's touched another need. one. Yeah. 
The rest of them are bad. <laughs> <laughs> but like, wasn't like Adventure like more like a uh, like a third person? Yeah, it's like, like Zelda. Very, it's very Zelda. Okay. It's very, it's very much like Zelda. Uh, when I was doing like, like looking stuff up and talking to the people about this topic, another one that came up was Dinosaur Dynasty Warriors One to Two. Mm. Apparently, I never played the first one. I feel like I've played the second one, but apparently, the first one is very much like one v one combat. Hmm. It doesn't get into like the giant field of like hordes of enemies until two. Yeah, that's the first, two was the and first I, one that I, I played. And I think that that was obviously a good move for them because that's what they're known for, and people love those games. <laughs> and I don't know, like when I looked at a couple of the videos of the like first one, granted, like dated because of the time, like I was like, I don't, I don't think I would have gotten down for this, like. Yeah. Two is definitely what I think. That I played a, a Dynasty Warriors Gundam game was like my first one, yeah. but um, like the masked horde enemies thing in like a hack and slash feature, I think that was a brilliant move for them to change. <laughs> you know, for the same on the same note, like I don't know if you guys would consider it part of the same franchise or not, but like you know, Koei Tecmo uh, and what's the other one? Something Force. Uh, I don't know the, the companies that make all the musos. Yeah, right. Uh, I do feel like more recently they've changed for the better, right? Uh, and I'm talking about games like Fire Emblem's Warriors, uh, Hyrule Warriors One and Two, uh, Berserk, and the Band of the Hawk. Like you play them, and they are still very musou, right. you know, but they are much more interesting, and they have sure. more going on yeah. than say the 360 and you know ps2 games did you know they're, they're they're definitely evolving for the better in my opinion sure um i never was able to really uh i was never really able to tell the difference between the dynasty warriors games for the most part um yeah i but i'm not also like not like an avid hardcore fan of those games like i play them oh neither am i sometimes whenever like like i come into possession of one or whatever um, but I was never like, and I, I, I was at a point though, where I was just like, maybe this, maybe the game, these games are just always this. Right. And like, they never, cause they don't, I don't, I don't remember ever. I played a few of them and I don't remember like, a uh, a standout feature of any of them that set them apart from, you know, the there other was titles. one dynasty warriors that was like maybe a launch window game for three DS and like. I don't think earlier games did this, but I think now they typically do where you can like switch between characters mm. during battle, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Uh, to control different points. And I like that, but yeah. Cause I do remember that like typically what they would do was you like each character had like a little, like a self-contained little campaign and yeah. then you would just go through each of those. Campaign. It's <laughs> a good word. Um, another shout out that I wanted to do, which was also suggested by somebody is apparently, um, Jack two is mm. highly different than the rest of the Jack and Daxter series. Also looking into it. Apparently it's the only one that was rated T for teen. Oh, they're all different. For everybody. <laughs> they're I, all different. I've only ever played the first one. So, so precursor legacy is like very much old school platformer, right? You know? Uh, and then Jack two deviates from it. Jack three deviates even farther. Daxter is kind of its own thing. Like, really, no Jack games are the same. 
There's yeah. similarities, but so what are, is there like a convention to that series or? What do you mean? Like in what way? Like, is there something? Apparently, you just have to put the characters in there. Well, I yeah, because I've, I've, <laughs> I've never played the series. Yeah, because so, like, I don't the, know yeah, how the, different yeah. or any of that. Yeah, the way the way you're describing it, Tom, the 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 only constants in Jack and Daxter are Jack and Daxter. I mean, kind of. Yeah, there are there are things that are constant, sure, but like. You know, Precursor Legacy, I mean, you said you've played that one, right? It's much more of a collect-a-thon. You're collecting yeah. the eggs. You're going around. You have very Crash Bandicoot-esque moves, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, and then by two, you've got a bit more weaponry. I'm not going to say it's, like, on par with, like, uh, Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. But there's more of that kind of stuff. By three, three almost feels like GTA light, you know? Hmm. Like, they're very different games. They're very different games. Hmm. Uh, uh, and then last shout out for games that I did not play is <laughs> apparently uh, Stronghold 1 to Stronghold 2. There is a pretty like big difference in tone Stronghold. and gameplay. I don't even know okay. what those are. I've never heard of those, I don't think. Oh, not, Strangle, not Stronghold, Stranglehold. Stra There's only one Stranglehold. Yeah. There's two. No, the, no. No, the first one is the first one is Hard Boiled, the movie. Which is a movie. Yeah. Yeah, and Stranglehold is a sequel to that movie. Uh, Stronghold is what I did to myself earlier. <laughs> <laughs> you know what right. I mean? Sure. Moving on. Gave myself um, a stronghold. <laughs> uh, another series, obviously, um, long time as well, is uh, the Pokemon franchise. Hmm. I think, uh, of course, there is like the just like the i don't want to call them numbered games but i guess and i definitely don't mainline want to... pokemon games yeah i yeah. yeah um so i mean i think that they have obviously mm -hmm. not deviated as much as other things on this list yeah but i do think that with <clears throat> starting with uh white and black 2 they've been really trying a lot of different things no uh like the fact okay you can disagree. <laughs> That's fine. Um, but yeah, I like Pokemon White and Black Two was the first time that you visited the same region in a different game. Yeah. Uh, also, to, just to like put it in there, I think I'm not gonna count like the Snap and like mobile games, mm -hmm. but I will say that like the Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Um, but Mystery Dungeon is its own thing, though. You know, Mystery Dungeon exists without Pokemon. Does it? But, yeah, but Pokemon hmm. Mystery Dungeon obviously cannot exist without Pokemon. <laughs> Mystery Dungeon as a franchise exists without Pokemon. Oh, it, did it? Yeah, because the, the, the only ones I've ever heard of are the Pokemon Mystery. Dungeon. There is a cho mm -hmm. there's a Chocobo Mystery Dungeon yeah. too. No, and then like, and they are aren't they like basically Etrian games? Yeah, I think so. I mean, essentially, yeah. 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 Um. But I will say that I also, <clears throat> I mean, I don't know. I feel like they, they, they didn't do it as well as, like, other franchises, but also Game Freak isn't particularly great at making games. <laughs> I like that. I, I, I like you to talk. I have, a, I, have a, I have a friend named Timba, the badass elephant, that, I'd like to, that I would like to talk to you about. Yeah, Drilldozer is fucking awesome. Yeah. Harmonite is pretty fun, you know? Yeah. Uh, Game Freak's okay. I think that, like, 
you know, Nintendo puts a lot of money into these things as well as Game Freak. And I think that, like, I think they realized a long time ago that they don't have to do much with Pokemon and it's going to sell, you know? And you want that return on investment. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, they just don't, they don't innovate much with that, that series, I feel. But. People were so disappointed with, uh, what was the latest one? Sword and Shield? The fact that, like, yeah, the fact that, like, other than the wild area, like, the main game area, that you still couldn't turn the fucking camera, you know? Like, people were like, this is it. This is the one. They're going (laughs) to let us turn the camera. No, of course they're not. And I'll tell you what, the next one they're not going to either, you know? But I don't know. like like the and of course I wish it was like more of it, but I do like the like different multiplayer options that they have now where it's not just battling against each other during like these set times. I do think that they've added like with the cooking and camping features. I I don't know. I I think uh like definitely more than Final Fantasy and other games I've listed, they haven't changed as much as like other ones but i do think that the changes they have made are pretty okay yeah like i i i'm glad that like when i played like you know when you say that you want to play like a japanese like turn beast game and like final fantasy isn't really that like what you turn to anymore if i want to play a pocket monster game then like pokemon still is that but i just like i recently replayed a little bit of uh of uh yellow and like looking at that versus like sword and shield now i'm just like they have changed a lot i'm so glad these things are there what's the other one the one that came out not too long ago that's basically pokemon tim tim pokemon tim 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 -Tim. yeah and everybody fucking loves tim tim but like it's not pokemon so even though it like did so much more than that franchise did no one gives a shit because it's not it's the licensed the thing that they well, know. Well, isn't, isn't you that because is, I what was the other one? Uh, Yokai Watch. Yokai Watch. Yeah, that's a bit different though. I think. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. I I think. That, and Yokai Watch technically, I, I believe, was making more in Japan than Pokemon was. So as a like an outside observer, Pokemon, like, uh, and I've played like a, I've played a couple of games here and there, um, mm. but I'm by no means like a Poke expert. You played. X, didn't you? Or Y? Maybe. You're not a, you're not a pokey professor? No, I'm not. <laughs> By any means. I can't claim that legally speaking. Um, but I think that, like, if I were to take an aspect of Pokemon um, that would, pr- that, like, a change that they could make that would speak to me would be focusing, like, on interacting with the Pokemon in ways outside of combat. I don't know how much of that there is, but I feel like focusing on that would be a really good, a really good there's thing. A, there's, there's a little a bit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I think that probably a little bit more, or a little bit less than I would say like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Like in some aspects, like when it comes to IVs and training and stuff like that. But I mean, you can, you can still like, they have like a camp now or you can like, do like a cool cooking mini game thing and like you can brush them and stuff i guess i, I guess i should like, be, tell you. I, sh- I guess i should be more specific what i want is the ability to use snorlax's tummy as a bed 
That's what I want. Until Pokemon Look. gives me that, I don't give a shit about their franchise. I do think I do think that you're onto something, Ron. It's so funny because like sometimes you say these things that like would print Nintendo fucking money, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, like basically what you're talking about is like a, the equivalent to a fucking Gigapet or like Nintendogs, yeah. fucking reskin Nintendogs with Pokemon, yeah. and you would print money, you know? Well, yeah, because I think that. Yeah. I think that like Gachi I think that like a lot of the when I listen to Pokemon P- Pokemon Pokemon fans yeah. talk about these games like yeah. the conversation is largely around what Pokemon they love the best right Yeah and, rarely is it the game mechanics Right so like they'll and yeah they talk about that like when like while the game is still new but the conversation always goes back to this is a Pokemon that I love and mm-hmm. like I have so much affection for this Pokemon and I feel like giving players the ability to like actually interact with those with these uh with these things in a meaningful way would be a, like a great thing like if like if you love the poke if you love this this Pokemon like give me ways to like spend time with this Pokemon But you're totally and, right though you're totally yeah. right like remember when they did the launch trailer uh not the launch trailer the uh announcement trailer for sword and shield right and nobody online is talking about oh i'm so excited to do this or that they're all talking about the fucking rabbit and sobble and like that's all they were fucking talking about you know yeah is the fucking characters uh so yeah that's what they need to do just make it make it uh even more boring So basically, you want to play a game where you're the parent of the Pokemon trainer, where your kid just goes off and you just hang out with your Pokemon. Oh, I don't. No, I don't. But people do, is what I'm saying. Um, I don't know. I can... that. Go ahead. No, uh, I was just gonna say, like, I think that, like, it just seems like people's affinity for this stuff goes far, like, far beyond just like battling these Pokemon against each other, right? Yes. Because like the way yeah. that, like they have all these facts about like what kind of moods these and temperament these Pokemon have, which like are things that seem to me to exist completely independent of the combat aspect of the game. Mm-hmm. So it's not. Is it not? Uh no. Okay. I'm not uh, like each like each personality or mood or whatever like does I, affect the Pokemon. I and, like, did just say it. I'm not an expert. So I'm letting you know so you can now pretend to be an expert because you'll know this fact. Sure. Um, I mean, I also think that for Pokemon in general, because there is so many iterations of the game, yeah. that if someone says they are into Pokemon, like the the safer bet is to always be like, hey, what's your favorite? Rather than like, what game have you been playing? Or because mm-hmm. like, maybe you haven't played the same one. Also, um, people play the games differently. Like some just want to breed the perfect, like whatever team. Some people like, like me to fuck off with it. And just see how many silly names you can come up with. And some, like, play, like, competitively in tournaments. Yeah. So, like, I think that because there is such a different, like, way that people engage with it, normally asking what's your favorite Pokemon is a pretty safe question. Sure. Um, And I guess the reason behind those answers is different depending on who you ask. But um, I don't know. I, I just feel like I know... I know enough Pokemon fans who all speak of Pokemon in the same way that uh, that I think that it might not be a bad idea to see what it would ha- see what would happen if you lean in that direction a little bit. I mean, it's I feel like it's a it's it's a safe 
it's it's a yeah. safe it's a safe thing to try because people it's are gonna... the safest bet yeah so <laughs> it is the safest bet man um so you know <clears throat> so another series that we've talked about before on the show but i will always give opportunity for y'all to is the wolfenstein series oh hell yeah man oh hell yeah. obviously there's been a lot of changes with that one and i feel like it's been pretty successful oh man like wolfenstein like as it is now like i've always been a fan of wolfenstein but like i've never given a shit of, about bj blaskowitz as a character up until uh new the new order came out and they actually made him like a real like legit like fleshed out he's like emotional. he's a real boy <laughs> yeah but like <laughs> i was like oh man bj blaskowitz is like he's awesome you know he's he's like he's 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 this because you don't see multi-dimensional characters and first-person shooters like hardly ever, um, and like giving him all this character and story and depth like felt it feels really good to engage with, and also making like making these games like single-player only games like really was like like we're just gonna put everything into this campaign and this experience and like really really. Uh, uh, make it as good as it can be, and I, I, and now like, uh, those those uh, those last two, uh, not the last two games, but like new new uh, new order, new Colossus, they're like two of my favorite games ever, just because like he, like he made like the things that they do with that character on top of like the awesome gameplay of those games is just like it's great and killing and killing racist and Nazis. Yeah, it's a funny thing, right? Like, wasn't it? I think it was Carmack. Who is like story and game is as important as story in a porno, right? <laughs> yeah, but uh, like John Carmack is a. Uh, I think an it was Carmack. Guy. I could be wrong. Yeah. Well, I mean, but... I I only watch porn for the plot. I fast forward to the sexy bits. Sure. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, you know, I like the more recent ones. What I've played of them. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I ever played Wolfenstein before 3D. Right. You know. I played 3D. I played Sphere of Destiny. I guess that would be my uh, 3D would be my first one as well. Yeah, um, I played Return. Yeah, and I still think Return is my favorite of them. But like, even that is like such a departure from 3D. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. I just like I think about especially New Colossus. I think New Colossus is the game that really because i think that we'd had we'd had could you could you back please i think we we've had other we've had other games like other first person shooters that like had stories right that like that people oh, yeah. that people talk about that have like really well written stories but like i don't yeah, think half life yeah um but none of them like really resonated with me the way that uh new colossus did and like and i was just and like playing that i was like this is this is like I'm glad that Wolfenstein is this now, honestly. Like, I'm glad. Like, uh, the reboot, like the one that comes before New Colossus, the Raven the Ra called Wolfenstein, the Ravensoft one. Yeah. So, yeah. like, New Colossus is a sequel to that game. Yeah. Uh, like, did that have much of a story going on? I know it had some of the same people. So that was that was one that was the one Wolfenstein game that I never got to play. Mm, uh, so. Yeah. Um, I don't, I can't really speak to it, but you know, uh, yeah. like, but I will say that like, I, I really, I really enjoyed, uh, 
I definitely enjoyed part the uh, different things about New Colossus, especially how like like clan members are like like represented as like like fucking dumb oafs and like like absolute morons, and it's it's really great. And just uh, but like more than anything though, like that that was kind of like um, when like one shoot like around the time when like people were like, hey, like really fast paced like friend like kinetic shooters are actually really cool so let's like why don't we make one of those and like wolfenstein is definitely that you know and it's just it's super fun to engage with but that emphasis on story is really what like what draws me in though so um we kind of talked a little bit about like you know how is a game like really changed versus like the other ones in the franchise like much or not like is it like noticeable or like say it's a difference um, do you think that just putting in a different camera angle is enough to say that a game is different than like the rest of the ones or like enough to make it really change or stand out? Yeah. I think it depends I, on the game. Cause yeah, the two examples that I really think of is whenever, uh, Resident Evil went from first person like horror to more like third person actiony. And then also with the new God of War being able to being a fixed camera angle, being able to change it. Um, I think with God of War it matters less you know I think with Resident Evil going from like fixed camera angles to third person then to first person uh, makes a much more significant difference yeah I think that also but it also changed it more I think with Resident Evil um, from the ones that I've played where, uh, where it is like more action adventure than like survival horror yeah. or just horror in general yeah um yeah. at least well, I, that's what i, I mean have... it's, it's more significant though you know uh because like fixed, it's... fixed camera angle where you might not be able to see what is going to be on the next screen yeah uh versus third person where you can see a bunch around you yeah versus first person where you're like somewhat in the middle of those two so makes a very big difference for a horror game whereas a, a more action-based game like god of war like a uh, yeah, yeah, like it. I think that if if God of War had the story that it had, uh, like the new God of War had the story that it had and the production value that it had and the visuals that it had, but was still the same camera angle as the old God of Wars, I don't think anybody would have been mad. Yeah, like I think I think, I think that it would have because that world is beautiful and I love being able to see all of it. Yeah, but <clears throat> I like I agree, but I also think that the the camera angle isn't necessarily the thing that like changed everything with resident evil but because it's such a specific like horror genre like it just matter you're correct it matters more and i think that um compared to like god of war 3 to the new remake god of war i don't think it's as big of a change as i i think yes obviously some things did change it's more updated but i mean like it's still doing the same thing where it's giving like Kratos to humanity because like before he had Pandora and now he has his boy. Uh, Like I just, I don't, I mean, I do think it was a big deal. Like when we saw that reveal trailer for the, the gameplay reveal trailer for the new God of war, like I, that was the first thing I mentioned. No fixed camera. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, so like, but uh, with resident evil, I think that like, it's, it's kind of weird, right? Because I think that with each, each time they change the camera, 
like that camera change also came with a bit of a tonal shift. And I think those two things like in concert with one another, like is what made those changes feel so impactful. And I wonder like with the, with the tone of, of seven, if, if, if uh, Resident Evil seven had the tone and the themes and all the shit that it had in it, but it was back to like, it was back to, you know, third person or even back to fixed camera angles, mm. like would have like, would that tone would that change in tone still have been as impactful or is it just made more scary by the fact that like you're seeing it all in the first person? It is made more scary. And let me tell you why this week I played Resident Evil two remake modded in first person. Right. Uh, and it's such a funny thing, right? Like, yeah, Resident Evil 2 remake's already a scary game, you know? Ooh. But what you but what you don't realize, what when you're playing in third person and you can see so much of your environment, uh you feel like your that that character movement is faster than it actually is. Right. In first person, Resident Evil 2 in first person. Only difference, right? That's the only difference. Everything else is the same. Feels so Fuck, slow. you feel like you are tiptoeing through that place, yeah. even when you're sprinting, you know? Uh, because the game wasn't intended to be played that way. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's just a weird thing, man. Yeah. I think for me, the, mo- the most like significant thing as far as like games evolving in that way, it has less to do with camera angle. I guess really it has everything to do with camera angle. Uh, I think about games going from 2D to 3D, like Mario, like Zelda, like Metroid. Uh, I think those are like super significant yeah. for this conversation. Well, because because I was like actually going to ask you like because you've played a lot more Metroid than I have, right? And yeah. I think, and I and so what do you think about when when Metroid went to first person? Yeah, like, like I what, think it was awesome. Yeah. I mean, interesting thing about Metroid, right? Is like Nintendo was so smart. <laughs> <laughs> that they were like, okay, we've got these Texans making a first-person Metroid game. Hell yeah, man. Oh, we don't want to piss off these people that love Super Metroid because they've been waiting like seven, eight goddamn years <laughs> yeah. for the next Metroid game. So what they do? They released Fusion like either the same day or the same week as Prime, you know? So like if that's what you want, you still have it, but yeah. also here's this new thing. Uh, and I think like it's... It's Metroid. Like, Metroid Prime is Metroid. Yeah. You know? It's the same thing. It yeah. just happens to be in third person, or in first person. Right. Yeah. Now I'm wondering, like, what a third person Metroid would look like. Well, Other M. Is that what had, it is? It has a lot of third person parts. Mm. Yeah. Uh, another franchise that kind of, like, popped in my mind, too, but is uh, the Warcraft one. Because it wasn't an MMO originally, obviously, like there's the Warcraft one, two, and three, and yeah. then it became World of Warcraft. <clears throat> and yeah, no, I'm even though I've 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 lost friends to it and I've lost years of my life to it. Uh, I'm so glad they did it. And obviously, here they are, like what, 15, 20 years later, still killing the game. Yeah. I mean, no, it's like it's like I don't know, like 17 years. I think. Sure, close enough. Uh, but yeah, I mean, they're still like the number one MMO, and I just like. I can't think of any other game. I mean, maybe StarCraft is close. And, like, I know Overwatch is, like, popular now, but, like, just how much money World of Warcraft has brought Blizzard. <laughs> sure. Yeah. 
Yeah, and like uh, I, I think I mean they're smart, right? All of their franchises make a shit ton of money. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, Diablo, you know, Overwatch, all of them do. Yeah, uh, shit. Even Heroes of the Storm does well, you know. But uh, I like they've they just they've, they've just evolved the way that they monetize these games like over that last like two decades, right? And uh, because before, like when we we're talking about like. Uh, Starcraft or Warcraft or Diablo, like they were just selling. Like you, you bought the expansion pack, and that was it, right? That was the only that was the only other monetization of that game that there was. Yeah. And then you get, and then you come along with World of Warcraft, and there's like a subscription fee, and on top of that, you're like you're buying the expansion packs. And then I'm sure that I I haven't played World of Warcraft in a while, but I'm sure there are other ways that you could spend money in that game too now. Um, There's always been. Yeah, and gotta love. <laughs> gotta love that yeah and then like with with overwatch right like they were just like hey we'll give you all these characters for free no problem but uh you want some you want some more things to put on them well you're gonna give us a few bucks right so overwatch is such a good deal though yeah you know yeah like yeah um, you got to buy the game but like you get all the content that's important sure you know yeah and even even when overwatch 2 happens the people who are still on overwatch 1 are gonna have access the, to it access to the majority of that content right right, right. uh so yeah, I, I mean it's 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 hard like that's one of those things right that's i feel like it's hard to argue against the value of overwatch from like a monetary standpoint uh yeah. just because of like like that game's been out since 2016 so you've got almost five years of content like outside of like whatever they sell in the loot box you got like five years of additional content yeah. at no additional cost right and it just depends, right? It depends on on you. Like, yeah. I don't play Overwatch. Sure, my daughter plays a fuck lot, a ton of Overwatch. As such, I have spent a lot of money on Overwatch over the years. Yeah. You know, uh, but like everything I've bought for her is not anything that is imperative to gameplay. Sure. You know, it's all it's all cosmetic. Yeah, uh, which which is which we've talked about before in previous microtransactions. We're totally fine with. Michael transactions. Yes, my name is Michael uh, L. My, transactions. Michael, <laughs> Michael Scott transactions. Um, <laughs> that, was there any franchises that like y'all wanted to bring up that we haven't talked about? Um, I mean, I feel like it could go on forever. You know, with Proteus, I have been thinking a lot about Doom, uh, and I really do like Doom 2016 quite a lot, but like. I don't know, man. Part of me thinks I'm just like a stubborn old bastard that wants things to stay the same, you know? You are. You are. Like, <laughs> you like, are. Yes. I, I'm playing Proteus, and I'm like, yeah, like, glory kills are kind of dumb. What? Uh, why did I like that, you know? I'm like, there's. Uh, why do I want to have to, like, saw something for more ammo, yeah. you know? Uh I want to use the weapons I want to use, right. not what the game tells me to, that I should be using. Yeah. And I think that's part of the reason why uh, Eternal spoke to me even less, because Eternal is very much, okay, now you need to do this, yeah. now you need to do that, yeah. you know? Yeah. And playing Proteus just reminded My me mom. that. <laughs> like, Proteus just reminds me of, like, Quake and Old Doom, where you're, like, you're constantly switching weapons, uh, not because the game is telling you that you need to use this right now, you're using it because you want to use it right now, or you're you out know? of ammo. <laughs> yeah, or you're or you're out of ammo. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and like, yeah, man. I, I don't know. I I I still would say that I really do love 2016, but like, 
I kind of think Old Doom was better. Maybe, maybe like three, three is a different thing. We'll right? see. Like, 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 I think that three, we was can like, all agree that doom three is like its own thing. We'll see. Like I've, I've always felt like but, I've always looked at doom three as like a very kind of interesting experiment with doom. Right. Yeah. Because I feel like, cause I wouldn't say it's bad. Yeah. It's just like, it's doom. Like there's like, okay, let's take doom. And now it's a survival horror game. Right. And, right. That, and I, I don't think doom three is bad. <laughs> It's like the episode of Futurama with the long finger, like what if machine. <laughs> the thing longer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Long. And when like Sorry. and like and like Doom Three yeah. isn't like it. Doom Three did some weird things, but like it's not bad by any means. Cool. I, yeah, I, just, I think yeah. I think I think that like what they tried to do with Doom Three was a lot more like. I think that a lot of like with Doom with Dooms One and Two, I think like a lot of the world building was just like, you know, it's just that like it's just that stuff around you like. The environments and like you're looking at them and like the 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 map names and then the ending screen right and i think that what doom 3 tried to do is like well let's tell more of that story as you're playing the game like here's some text logs here's some audio logs and stuff right um and then you know you're gonna go to hell a couple times it's fine uh yeah it happens and it kind of but yeah, it does it definitely exists as its own thing and i honestly feel like but it's so funny because none of them do, right? Yeah. Like, with Eternal, we've come to find that, like, they're all canon. Yeah. You know, they're all part of the same canon, as yeah. a matter of fact. Uh, which is just so funny to think about. Sure. But, um, but, like, I don't know. I think that I think that Doom very easily, in, like, some ways, could have just, like, just faded into nothing at some point. Yeah. Um, and the way that they kind of, re- like, rebooted it was like a very like a very very cool thing to see yeah um i think that um i think that as a follow-up to that though eternal is a bit of a disappointment uh just because i feel like it 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 lost like certain things that i think made doom 2016 like great um i just feel like it just feels like each iteration is getting more yeah constricting right it's, and, it's like we've talked about with with uh bullet storm yeah you know well like in that like, like it, it's not a creative kill it's yeah kill the way you want me to kill and like you know? and even now uh, like that doom doom eternal is like more of like a uh games as a service kind of thing which yeah. like also feels weird for doom so um but you know i think that i think that there is a like i was having a conversation the other day with somebody about that had never played the original doom games. And, yeah. and I was like, I think that I, I honestly do think that everybody should play the original doom at least once. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it's like, I could, I personally consider it to be a perfect video game. And like, and I, th- and I think that like, there's a lot to, be, there's a lot to see there. Right. As far as like, well, if, you know, if you've been playing shooters and then like going back and seeing like, one of the like one of the very very early ones you know it's just it's, yeah it's just it's it's you know it's a wor- it's worth like at least looking at right but, well especially it like a, it's just a progress in the in the genre yeah of like that video game like i mean not uh, even just that I, though right like it shows a progress in like doom yeah it was it was a big deal for first person shooters but like it was a big deal for PC gaming in general, right. right? More copies of Doom than Windows, right? Right, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, uh, it was a big thing for modding. You know, like games weren't modded to the extent that they were after after Doom. You yeah, know? Uh, yeah, it's fucking crazy. Deathmatch, deathmatch. Yeah, right? like, I was just about to say deathmatch. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and like, if if you haven't, uh, 
like if like I'm talking to you guys and, and people listening, uh, if you haven't, like definitely watch the episode of the Netflix series High Score that's about Doom. It is a very it's very interesting to like listen to John Romero uh, talk about like like building Doom and like figuring out Doom with John Carmack and listening to like the ways that like John Carmack like got like from a programming perspective like got Doom to work and it's just it's just it's really cool to like what like listen to how that game came together. Um, unfortunately, like they couldn't get. They couldn't get John Carmack on camera to talk about the game, which I man, I really wish they would have because like, uh, but um, he's not interested, dude. Yeah. After like all, all the beef with Bethesda, you, yeah. you know, yeah. So, but uh, but we got people talking about him, so that's yeah. almost as good. Yeah, and if uh, you, if you have it, you should definitely look at that guy's Twitter sometime because it is fascinating. Also, read Masters of Doom. Yeah. Also, uh, um, watch Doom Patrol. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, um uh, don't join the legion of doom they're not great actually um, i don't know man those guys seem pretty damn cool uh yeah but like no no unless you have powers like, hang- if you're just like a lame like us you're just gonna get wrecked by them they're, not, they're just gonna fuck with you i don't hang out with, with, with that gorilla feller um yeah he's gonna he's gonna kick your ass oh no never mind solomon, um, Gr- solomon grundy's there i don't wanna that guy's that guy looks like i mean Lex luther doesn't have powers you know yeah well, I feel yeah, like but some people consider his, his power is being rich. Captain as, Cole as, as, doesn't really have powers. <laughs> <laughs> he's got those it's cool like, sunglasses, Iron Man, though. Iron Man doesn't either, but he's a part of the Avengers, so like whatever. Uh, yeah. Do you have any closing thoughts on the topic? Um, well, I guess sometimes I don't know. I think that experimenting with change is always positive, whether or not people actually like it. In the end, I think it is good to be open to the idea of an established, long-standing thing being different sometimes, just to see if you know it can be better. Yeah, that's how uh, you end up with Symphony of the Night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like super. I think it's super fun that now there's been like decades and decades of video games, and there's been established franchises like in and out of those, seeing where they've like ended up. And seeing how they've changed and some try to innovate and some not as much, I think is super fun. There's a p- bunch of ones that we haven't mentioned, um, like obviously. So if there's any that you think that should be talked about and uh, commended or you abhorred it, uh, let us know on Discord. We got one of those. We also have YouTube. So if you want to drop a comment on the YouTube video, be super great. We also have... Um, we're also on most podcast apps. We have an Instagram. And um, bye, guys. Bye. Bye.